0: As I walk in the shadow of death, 16 men on a dead man's chest Your host this evening, Mr. H.O.T. N.I.S. You get splashed with the tech but Nobody go, till the guard say so You got a second to move, you run for the dough Before I blow back, off the map back, You take no stack, cook you down like that The ground from Rocket Launcher, yes Mr. Met, poke the fork, poke the Catch the death bone, song's too long Get swung on, can't we all get along? See my pinky, see my dog See that kid with the pawn shot gun Bust your guns, your whole shit numb Now what's this? Smell like bitch Bitch, your big mouth, got me trapped You need to shout your
1: style, no doubt I remember that album Should've on the 20th anniversary of that <laughs> Yeah, it should be the 20th anniversary of that Excuse me as I cough. Uh, yeah, Method Man. I, uh, You know, f- since recently venturing into, like, uh, I think I've like, really been, like, away from music for a while. Like, I kind of go in and out, like, I'll be really into one type of artist or whatever, and then... I'll step out and then I'll step back in. And now I feel like I'm, I'm kind of back into it. <coughs> Why did I just cough in the mic? You freaking idiot. Sorry about that. I apologize. It's awful. I hate when people do that. But um, I started kind of looking up at the old songs that I was remember listening to whenever I was in high school. I remember this CD, I remember the method. I remember the Method Man CD actually kind of sucking, and she like wasn't really that great. But there was like two songs that I remember being good. I'm to see. Yeah, let's see more from there. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to look to the Method Man uh, album, the Judgment Tika. What is that? Oh that? Oh this album is 22 years old. My apologies. But it says Tika 2000 Judgment Day. That's how fired up we all were. Two years. Yeah, Breakups to Makeups and Judgment Day is the only thing that's good. Now, I wanted to play this one fun part. Hold on. Let me pause this for a second. Because there is this funny thing I was looking through here, kind of the things. And I see on here track number one. This album had... 28 songs. Method Man, what are you doing? But, anyways, I come in here and I see number 20 is Donald Trump. Well, listen to this.
0: Hey, Method Man, this is Donald Trump, and I'm in Palm Beach, and we're all waiting for your album. Let's get going, man. Everybody's waiting for this album.
1: End of Method. <laughs> so what is going on? Oh, my dear Lord. That's the kind of stuff that people, like, straight up just don't remember anymore. Is that, really, in the black community, Donald Trump was looked at as kind of like a baller-ass dude. And, um, like, they were like, you know, people would throw Donald Trump's name out in songs. Like, that's how the relationship right there, I mean... Donald Trump was sending Method Man, you know, messages. We were we had to see you, yo, yo I don't wanna do a voice. However we can do a dumb dumb Trump voice. But yeah. Welcome to whatever this podcast is named. Uh, I'm your uh infrequent host, Brad. And uh no Jacob today. At least I don't think so. No, I'm not gonna call him. But um I kind of wanted to put something out, so maybe you, I'm at top of your mind because I did have a little bit of a lull here because, uh, number one, I was busy. Number two, uh, I was busy. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry if you're really. I mean, I'm sure I'll get to a more frequent amount of of shows for this podcast, but I mean, I've got a full time job, like. And there's times where it's kind of, uh, there'll be slower times, so maybe I'll have more time to do pocket. It's it's all going to work out in the end. But right now, as we're starting up, the episodes are going to be a little bit more infrequent. are going to be a little infrequent. It's going to maybe release on Wednesday instead of Sunday. It may release on Monday instead of Friday. I don't know. It's just, we're just going to have to play this by ear. But, you know... um. One thing I wanted to talk about right off the top. So my Valentine's Day, um, actually kind of was um a little strange. Number one, we don't really do Valentine's Day at this house. Uh, I got a I got a nice and you know, after you'll hear what my Valentine's Day was uh is. I really truly believe Valentine's Day is for kids. It's for kids. And you always remember as a kid, you know, you get the shoebox and you write out the Valentines and that's kind of shows kids like how to love and, and, you know, how to care for someone else. So I think it's a good thing. So I remember hearing that Bob and Corby, the new hard line, which they're not saying they're the hard line, they're calling it something else it's call i'm like you're they're all just avoiding them calling the hard line. so but i did hear that they were gonna do a live um a live remote in arlington now i kind of regretted it as i was driving towards it but i'm actually happy that i went but i was like yeah i really want to go had to make sure you know it was just you know kind of hustle and bustle, and we got to the house, and I saw, you know, the, the remote was at Arlington Free Play, which is basically like an arcade, uh, basically uh retro arcade, and have all the old games that you remember as a kid, and they're all free, but it's not free, because you gotta, like, pay up front, so I imagine you probably paid... I don't know, it was pretty reasonable though, like ten bucks. You know, but we were um we did the Valentine's special, but you get uh two free drinks. But I went with my daughter. obviously you know my wife, she was still at work and you know, obviously someone's gotta watch the kid, right? Um But I took my daughter, my ten year old daughter, and I kind of was wondering how this was actually going to go because I'm, you know, we don't play like me and she doesn't play video games. She plays like apps video. I mean, but these are like video games. And so I didn't know exactly how she would react to this. And, you know, and uh, there's two folds of this is, is will she be entertained and impressed with the games And will she be impressed that, you know, we were driving down the road and I'm listening to Bob and Corby and I'm going to go, Hey, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be watching these guys do radio here in a little bit. And it's just raising a 10 year old is full of being like, Hey, you're not impressed by anything I have to say, right? Cool. Cool. Like, they're not impressed by anything. So we get there, and I'm like, yeah, this is uh, Bob and Corby. Um, uh, yeah, they do the radio, and maybe she might know Corby, but really she probably knows nobody, you know. She doesn't even know Bob. And um, literally just sitting there watching for a little bit, and she's already, her eyes are just going in the back of head. I'm like, all right, we watch, listen to a the segment, then we go play the video games. Um, Also, again, not impressed. We were listening to them on the radio, and then they're in front of us. Not impressed. Not impressed at all. So we played the video games for a little bit. We kind of moved around. I mean, we played, you know, I have to say, I mean, obviously it was a fun little trip as far as playing these retro games. Um, Number one, I'm not good at them. Probably still, I probably never was good at them. I liked playing them. Um, the video game's comparable to, to now. Like, literally, I can go into the wild, wild west and shoot people in the face. And then now, comparable to, you know, some analog, I can go left to right and ooh, I can jump and fighting somebody on, you know, Mortal Kombat. You know, I don't know. It's just kind of like... Some of it's kind of lame. <laughs> I mean, just being honest. All it is is just it's that full memberberry thing. It's like, I remember playing this. And then after you play it, you're kind of like, hmm, it was nice. Yeah, I will say, though, like pinball, I, I really enjoy pinball. Like pinball is still fun. But, like, I'm trying over here to play NBA Jam, and I can't remember how to play any of the buttons. I remember playing it in my video, like, on my Super Nintendo, but I don't really even remember playing it in in arcades very much. Maybe a little bit. Um, you know, it was like Paperboy, and I remember there was the... Uh, they had a wrestling... They had a WWF wrestling game in there. I don't even remember that one, by the way. Um, I remember all the characters, but I don't remember playing that one. I could be wrong, but I don't remember playing it. I remember... I didn't even... I was, like, looking at my daughter. I'm like, I don't know. Just move the joystick around and, and punch buttons. I have no idea how to play this. Um, you know, there's Galaga, um, which is pretty simple. And that's not a bad game. It's just, again, it's, like, you know, it's all these obsolete games. Whereas, like, pinball, you know, there is, like... feels like there's a level of... You try to... I don't know, a level of skill... But at least you have some control. I mean, some of those video games, it's just you're literally just pounding the buttons and just ba 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 you know, that's all you're doing. Um Yeah, so it wasn't again though, I think she really did have a good time though. Like I kind of thought it was lame for a little bit, but then I mean I was still having a lot of fun. Like there was, you know, it was funny though we go and i was like oh i kind of remember this game and it was a shoot 'em up game and i was just like oh, let's play this and then it's real violent i looked over to her and i'm like is this is this?" And i'm like <laughs> asking for approval from my daughter if this is okay which i'm like this is horribly violent like it's a shooting game and it's like you're just shooting and the people are like ripping apart and you're like, oh, "I don't think this is a good idea, but you know whatever she's she's fine, she's fine, and then so we're playing it a little bit, and then and you know it's one it's that one um you know you go to the- I don't even remember what it was called, but I just know that as I was playing it, and you know it says, you know you can go to the left or the right or you can go straight or stay out here, or you can do you know whatever you know, and then I ended up. Literally in a strip club, and I'm going, Oh, let's get out, go. Like let's, like I'm like, all right, we got to play something else. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. She's like, what's wrong? I'm tra- I'm shooting them. I'm like, no, we need to go. <laughs> you can't. Sh- Your mom would kill me if we know that we we're uh, accidentally playing a shooting game in a strip club. So, yeah, but I I stopped it. I stopped really fast. So. <laughs> just so I'm not like, getting like super, you know, non-father of the year thing. But regardless, I thought it was pretty cool. And I think, you know, my daughter, after a while, she, she kind of thought it was all right. So that was the Valentine's. But now I'm I'm starting to think, you know, you know, and she did get out of it, you know, when we got in the car. She goes, Daddy, that was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. You know, like she was really... You know, she might have complained a little bit when we were in there, but she was kind of like, you know what, that was pretty cool. Like to go in there and just go play video games with my dad, you know. I think that was, and so, but yeah, the free play in in Arlington, I think it's a cool, like, uh, I think that place would be pretty cool if it was uh, BYOB. It's that broad, or more bartenders for shit's sakes, or or experienced ones. I was sitting there, and I'm like, okay, can we have a drink? She's just kind of dilly-dallying around, and I'm like, all right, cool. Hope I don't need any food or anything to drink. So that part kind of sucked, but everything else, uh, it was fine. You know, again, it was fairly clean. Um, In that Arlington area, it's all screwed up over there, doing all kinds of road construction, but they're really trying to rebuild that area to kind of make it a little hipper and cooler right behind Jay Gilligan's. So, yeah, it's over by the ballpark. Which by the ball, but by the way, uh, ball new ballpark, not impressive looking, not cool looking, and we're coming close to the season, and it doesn't even look like it's going to be ready. (laughs) I don't know; they have a lot of work to do, a whole lot of work to do. So. Just saying, not impressive. Whenever, I mean, I just showed my daughter, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the ballpark, you know, we used to go into. And then that's going to be the new one. She's going to look at that one. You look at that one. And you're like, which one looks more impressive? It's like the ballpark in Arlington's like uh, the temple or whatever the hell they call it now. But yeah, the ballpark is just a work of art. And then you go look at that piece of shit that they're building over there. And you're like, this thing looks uglier than shit. You know, it just looks. It just flat out looks ugly. I'm gonna say it. It looks ugly. And I don't like it. It's not like architecturally like, whoa, it's incredible. No, it just looks like look like a big ass barn or, or like not even like how the AAC is, like they call it the barn. I mean it just kinda of looks like a big like you know, effing hangar. So I'm a little disappointed over there. Um, what do we else we did? So the weekend so week two of the XFL, I want to tell you right now, I am more interested in, and I've probably watched more xFL games <laughs> than NFL games this year, and I' mean that like I mean, I watched all the Cowboy games, but all the other side games. I didn't watch those, not very much. I watched way too many xFL games, and yes, there's the professional wrestling part of it that I think I think that's part of it. But I'm telling you right now, they've got something. They if they could just, if they recruit a few good um, quarterbacks, like really decent quarterbacks, um, and if they could get rid of these old ass coaches, like get some coaches in there that are like really up and coming, like they have because they're like doing like the same old just dog shit plays they got really good coaches in there. the guys that are like you know 30 some odd years 30 some odd years old and they're doing new you know futuristic plays and and play calling and using analytics or something like that holy crap man this could be something so we shall see but i think again this i, I love the I, I loved it you should watch the XFL. I think it's actually pretty good. But, um, uh, let me. Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of jumping around now. I don't want to. I just had so many talking points. I just kind of wanted to just kind of machine gun them out. Um, let me first of all talk about the first week, um, first full week of. Jake and Jake and Dan and and Bob and Corby um I self proclaimed whenever everything was coming out that um I didn't truly believe that the uh Jake and Dan show was going to be that great um all feeling personal feelings aside um I've been listening intently. And it's a fine show. Um I I wonder how much it's going to keep continually being something I want to listen to. Um I think Jake is really leaning into more of the you know, he's he, he's very insightful in sports and kind of um being more analytical about things and not being real emotional about you know who's who sucks who doesn't da. he's just very he looks at looks at the information and and gathers his opinion he doesn't really have too many emotional um emotional opinions on things it's just straight up this is what i believe and this is what i see and this is what i think is whatever you know um now if he could do that with other things um i guess more in the political front i guess that'd probably be a little bit better um but i wonder how how that's i wonder how that's going to transfer i don't know how many people really enjoy that um but again i mean sitting there chiming in every now and then in a show and now it's your show i mean this is every day you know it's not having a podcast each week it's not having you know it's not chiming in every now and then it's just now you are talking for three hours three hours a day for five days i think it's um it's going to be interesting to see how it kind of how it kind of goes, and, uh, let me, um, I, I guess, I'm not gonna apologize, but I still think, um, I'm unsure about that show, I mean, I think Dan's just so damn funny, um, he's, he's just really, really funny, so, I think that's, that's probably one of the really, and he's just such a veteran. He understands this business, and you know, he he kind of gets a bad rap around things. I think he, um, you know, I guess caring or something. I think he he works hard at what he does. I think he's he's funny, but he's also I don't know. I'm not sure he's a he's a good. I wonder to see if he can actually carry a show. Or I think Bob. You know, you have Bob. I mean, it's like, um, you've got Don Henley and the Eagles, and then that's Bob. Bob was carrying that show. Obviously, Dan was doing great things, and he's he's a funny guy. And he he has adds, adds like the comic relief to everything. Um, but now you've you're, um, now can he carry a show? And I don't know if I I don't. I don't believe that Jake carries that type of star power like Bob does, like I'm just being honest i mean i I liked I liked Jake, you know we were we were friends and everything, and you know that's that's no um and I kind of wonder was it blinded by me being friends with him, or did I really actually think he was really that good? I'm really unsure still, but you know, I think he's a talented guy. I think he's uh, at least still right now. He seems passionate at what he's doing, but I, I don't know if he's an actual star. I think he's a really good piece. You know, <clears throat> you know, I see like with. With with Jeff, um, Jeff Cavanaugh on, on the G Bag Nation. Band. Are you freaking band has auto oh yeah, I love that. I love that things on my computer are just sounding off. But Jeff Cavanaugh you know, I knew he was really funny and kind of eccentric. You know, he could, you know, and he just always came off as kind of like a really nice person, even when I'm like almost dogging on him like he would just be you know kind of laugh it off and you know he's not very sensitive and but then I really saw him for like a few years there really dig it out and focus on being really really good at sports really good at football and the draft and really take stuff seriously now do I think he's a star like bob as far as in you know I think it's still still early for Jeff. I mean I think he'll I think he'll progress into a more seasoned broadcaster and, and a sports guy. You know, I think even in the little time that Jeff's been around on on the fan, he's still probably one of the top minds they have on that entire station. You know, I I mean just I I I think what he says is a lot more you know insightful than anything I've heard anywhere anyone else on that station say, and the only one comparable on the ticket is probably Bob. So does Jake bring that? I'm I'm still still wavering a little bit, and again, it's I definitely have my my biases, so I'm trying to as be as objective as I can. So it does hurt a little bit, but I, I just you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be unfair to him. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to every day, I swear, I'm trying to be at peace with, with everything that's ever happened. You know, I've, I kind of like, you know what, what's, what's the big deal? But, uh, you know, or what's, what's the point of, of really fighting with that type of stuff and just, you know what, just let it roll off. Somebody who wants to be a big for a jerk, then uh, just let him be a jerk, you know. But uh, oh crap, I was gonna find that audio vamping, vamping. Oh, that's not it. Well, another part on the whole radio front, but uh, oh I'm sorry, but with Bob and Corby. I'm actually surprised at how well that's going. I'm starting to like Corby and I'm starting to like Danny again. Um, I'm, I'm liking that it's, it's a feel out period, you know, with, with Jake and Dan, they're not really having that. Like they're still, they've known each other, you know, they were still working with each other. Where now Bob and Corby are, it's so fascinating that they're really trying to find each other. You know, Bob's asking his questions about Corby and about the show. And, you know, it's a general... like, uh, And even Danny, I mean, he's asking... You know, and Danny's asking questions about you know Bob. And I think you're really learning a lot about all three of them again, where I think sometimes everything gets stale. Where I was like, oh, man, I feel like I know everything about Bob. I know everything about Bob, da-da-da-da. And then now, you know, it's like, hey... I didn't know that, <laughs> so that's pretty interesting, so uh anyways, um, I have to say though it's it's really going as probably as best as you can, and for that show, guys, I think we just needed it, and you know, I know it's sad that that Mike Reiner's gone and all, but I tell you i uh, I can't remember a show like this being this good. Probably in the last five or six years, as far as in the hardline slot, just being honest, I think that's a fun vibe uh that 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 bit with you know Corby interviewing his his kids about Bob ripping Rocky was just hilarious um I'm trying to think of other memorable things here, but you know uh i mean just yesterday also i mean they've been having some good interviews too which i i guess it's just how it's been this week (laughs) but uh you know they had one with joe burrow uh the heisman trophy winner and national championship uh i mean that was 25 minutes and it was just fascinating stuff and then they just had one yesterday with ian kinsler man i mean i don't know man i'm I don't know if this is the new thing that they're gonna do, and I think it's um. I'm I'm interested to see how much it's going. Now, I will say uh, with with everything that I've been able to listen to, I've not been able to listen to Ben and Skin, and I I think um I've heard some excerpts, um, but they're getting some press, you know. I think they did a Tony Romo interview, and you know that's good. I, I think they do good at those. They can get these guests now. I still think they don't really pick very good because when you become friends with the athletes and kind of in that in crowd, you don't tend to want to ask those really tough questions because you ask that tough questions. Well, they're not coming back on your show anymore. Uh, so I mean, but that's fine. I mean, it's still, they can still have fun and have fun interviews, but, uh, yeah, I have to apologize. I have not. Well, I have not listened to any Ben and Skin, but I'll let you know if I do. <laughs> I think they do have a podcast, but I haven't been able to find it. Um, but I've been a little busy. Um, a little heat coming out of uh, the fan and Ben and Skin. And there's a little bit of fallout. And I tell you, right now at the moment, I don't have a side of any sort on it. But just laying out the facts, I don't know exactly what was said on the radio. I wasn't listening at the time. But there was definitely something was said by uh, Gavin, if it was just a simple shot. Gavin from the G-Bag Nation on the Afternoon Drive show on the fan had said something, maybe taking a shot at Ben and Skin. Ben and Skin tweeted out uh, Skin had tweeted out some stuff basically going, you know, yeah, you want to talk, you know, we'll talk, you know, and then kind of acknowledging the the shot. And then Gavin then kind of posted on some stuff about, I don't even get on the tweets, but you know, it's, it's obvious that he was making it known that he's not really, um, it doesn't seem like he's really about, you know, I think what this all boils down to is, um, and as a writer is not. I mean, with with Gavin, I think he has a lot of pride in his station, and I think he wants to do well as a station as whole. Well. You know, obviously as a show, but as a station, he wants to do well. So. Yeah, Gavin, kind of takes a lot of things. He's actually heard some shots from Skin, and I'm sure he has. You know, I think he's definitely. I mean, there's no doubt Skin, Ben and Skin and everyone else there has taken some shots at Intercom and uh, you know 105.3 The Fan and CBS Radio, blah blah blah. But I mean, that's that is what it is. I mean, I don't think skin called out anybody on the shows or anything like that. I think he still respects a lot of those guys, but he did take some shots at the station and you sh- you should be well aware of that, you know. I don't think anybody's going to be like you know, I'm I'm totally cool with you taking shots at my station. You know. And and in my inner, you know, from what I'm gathering of it, um, ben and Skin here's what they did Intercom who bought the station a couple years back a few years back started making some suggestions and the one suggestion was is that the fan uh, as a whole was going to stop it was going to start talking a lot of sports and only sports and that's that's what the directive was. And Ben and Skin weren't really about that. So in whatever they do, I'm pretty sure Ben and Skin went and fielded an offer from the Eagle, obviously. And they got an offer, and they went to the fan and go, hey, um, we're leaving. You can match this offer. And they could have matched the offer. The fan didn't. And they skip town. And um I think for some of the hosts on on the fan, I think they feel well Ben and Skin wanted to do their own thing and instead of being team players and trying to kind of stick together as you know, stick together as um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, stick together as a station. Ben and skin. We're like, you know, we're, we're loyal to Ben and skin is what they basically showed them. And we're going to do what's best for Ben and skin, not for what's best for one Oh five, three, the fan. And for some of those guys at that station, I think a lot of them took that kind of personal and like, Basically, now you've left the station, you sent now another change into the lineup, um, which I think stability actually helps for the station. I think some people are like, oh, I know Penn Skin's going to be on there, I know the G-Bag, I know the new school guys are going to be on there, blah, blah, blah. Well, when you do stuff like that, um, yeah, that's... Um, Sometimes those guys think that maybe that's a little bit of a shot to them and you know when now your ratings are going up and why the ratings are going up is it the football is it because they talked all sports we don't know is it because some changes in people getting boxes and not getting boxes to read and read ratings is that the thing I don't know we don't know really why the ratings are the way they are I guess we'll find out how it's going to do here in the next week or so when the ratings come out. But, and I want to wrap this up here soon, but, um, yeah, I think Ben and Skin kind of pissed people off. And I heard another shot from, um, Troy Hughes in the morning. And, yeah, man, I mean, it, it looks like Ben and Skin had really, um, kind of really lit a fire. Um, I mean, not like in the fire of, I mean, like, maybe burn that bridge. Maybe. I mean, I think they probably still be okay, but, yeah, it doesn't look like Ben and Skinner are going to be going back to the fan anytime soon. <laughs> so, here's my here's my take on it. I think Ben and Skinner are perfectly capable of, you know, doing whatever they feel like, you know, I think that, I think of a lot of this radio stuff as artistic expression at times. And when someone goes, yeah, you're only going to talk sports and you're not going to do any of those extracurriculars that you usually do. And people are like, hmm, okay. Wouldn't it be cool if I just did whatever I wanted to that I made me made you gain your following that you got? I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm still unsure on that. I mean, I don't know what drives listeners. There's people that make a lot more money than I do. I just know what I like, and I know what people around me like. And it's not, I mean, sometimes there are people. Go, man, I really don't like whenever they talk about other stuff. I just want to hear about sports. And there's some other people, man, I don't want to hear about another segment about blah blah blah. You know. I think there's a good mix. I mean, if there's a day full of just jackassery, some of that can wear a little thin. And sometimes you know, you start talking and to you know, it's nice to get a little taste, but you don't want to go get all full on it. Um, And that's what, anything with it. You know, sports, I think it's good to do sports and then a segment about something else. And where I think you're just getting full with sports, I don't know. I mean, I make the case, ESPN seems to talk all about sports. ESPN Radio, they're not very popular. So, which is it? I don't know, so we'll have to see um we'll hopefully get Jeff skin Wade on the show, and maybe he'll explain some of this shit to us, but uh right now, I mean he's uh he's a big big old star. maybe we'll get Gavin on here, and he can explain it a little better for us, but I mean yeah it's 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 not troubling. I mean, I don't really care. I mean, if the guys wanna fight, maybe it's better for ratings if they do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, um it's an interesting time for radio. I'm actually been listening a lot more than I usually do. Uh if you use that sports day app, man, there's a lot of times I'll uh I'll know I have something, you know, I'll listen to something else, like a podcast or something like that, but I'm I'll, I'll time it out to where I'm about a hour an hour behind from what I actually want to listen to and then I can listen Continuously without any commercials, I think it works out pretty good. So, well, I think that's all I want to talk about. Will I release this? That's a great question. Maybe not. I guess we should just make this the Method Man episode if we're going to do that. So, I guess we'll we'll call this one a day. Of course. That's, oh, sorry. That's the wrong one. All right. Yo. See you, Yo. fucks.
0: Ex-girlfriend, how you been? I see you still trying to fuck other women Man, Remember when I first met you in my cousin's house? A week later, we was fucking on your mama's couch. Now, it's been said that big girls, they don't cry. But they damn sure lie. Look you in the eye, saying you they own me. You and I, till the day we die, said you never leave me lonely Fly tenderoni, but you phony Should've listened when my mama told me Soon as I turned my back, you tried to fuck my homies That was then, this is now, I got a new friend Ever since I cut them loose, send you on a me. Add stripe to my life Pussy that'll make me think twice about leaving, the wife even Picture that, you ain't want me when you had me Now you on your third, baby daddy and you hate to see a nigga happy. So you're trying mad ways to trap me. Looking at my girl nasty, trying to throw the pussy at me. Now look at this bitch over here trying to act like uh, me. Uh huh, fuck that bitch. She was white left over. Here. I'm trilling on the babe. I'm on the Just a baby. So it's always you when your crusty-ass crew actin' new. Let me find out you fucking with boo, and y'all gon' feel it. Waiting for the day that you front and catch a lump from my black butterfly. That arm pack a lullaby, sleep on her. She said you bitches tried to creep on her. In the mall and didn't know she had to reach on her. Pearl handle 22, my boo. She go ahead and walk her door.